Hey everybody, welcome to KD Time with your host with the most, Keone, that's me. This is my 10th episode, number 10. That is a big deal, you know, milestone in my book because to think last month I was still contemplating starting my podcast and now I'm on episode 10 with over 100 downloads slash listens and I feel good, man. I feel real good. And I feel happy that I have listeners and my hope is to grow and become a better podcaster for you and for myself. So this episode is called Big Ten after Big Ben over in London because, you know, Big Ben is a clock and my show is about time. You get it. So if you're listening to this episode, you should already know where it's about to go down. In this episode, I'm going to talk about some top 10 uh, top 10s of my favorite things so let's let's just say that you're gonna hear my top 10 favorite movies my top 10 favorite artists my top 10 favorite hairstyles i don't know let's just get into it stay tuned Welcome to this episode, Big Ten. In this episode, these next 10 lists, yes, I said 10, will give you all a glimpse into the world of me. These are my top 10 favorite things of things that I enjoy and care about. And I know there are going to be some things that on these lists that resonate with you guys. Not everything, but some things. And I'll be more than happy to hear you guys out on, you know, via Instagram or Twitter at Katie Time Podcast. So if you resonate with these, any of these lists or anything on these lists, let me know. Give me a shout out. So let's get into it. The number number one, the first top ten list is top ten movies. Starting with Remember the Titans, The Lion King, The Mummy, One and Two, Love Don't Cost a Thing, The Princess Diaries, One and Two, Sweet Home Alabama, Drumline. Cats Don't Dance, Mean Girls, and number 10, All About the Benjamins. And I know you might have noticed that I said The Mummy 1 and 2 and The Princess Diaries 1 and 2. The Mummy is a series of three movies, and I only like the first two, so I put the first two. And The Princess Diaries has two movies. It's a series as well, so that's why I said 1 and 2 to put them together, because... It's a series. I like the movie series for The Princess Diaries and The Mummy. And in terms of All About the Benjamins, I really just love that movie because of how well Mike Epps and Ice Cube act together. Especially Mike Epps in the early part of the movie. He's talking to the store clerk and he's just kind of like 15, 30, 37, 38. 45, 47. 45 47 and every time i think about numbers i think about that movie and i think to sing it in my head i always sing it in my head so thanks mike Epps, for that that was that was great next on my top 10 list is my top 10 artists starting with beyonce neo kelly clarkson jonathan mcreynolds pink bruno mars rihanna Marshall montano tasha cobbs leonard and number 10, Kurt Franklin. Now, as you can tell, this is a mixture 
of different artists. And these artists come from R&B, they come from gospel, they come from pop, they come from soca. And the reason is, is because I like all of them. I like, they're, they're my go-to top 10 people. Like if you were to look at one of my many Spotify playlists, you'll see these 10 folks a lot, a lot. Some more than others, but they're definitely my top 10 artists. Next, I have top 10 countries that I wanna go to. Starting with Italy, Dominican Republic, Egypt, Fiji, France, Greece, Sweet TNT. That's Trinidad and Tobago, if y'all don't know. Number eight, Israel, Rome, and number 10, Japan. I would love to go to Japan. It looks so awesome. Like, it looks really cool through pictures and TV shows. I have always been a little bit fascinated with Japan's culture, and I think it would be really cool for me to step foot on J- on Japan at Japanese soil. Like I would love to just go to Japan and just say, "Hey, I did it. Like I went to Japan, you know? It's one of those like things that I've been secretly dreaming to do. Hopefully, after this coronavirus subsides, that will definitely be a possibility and th- we will get this traveling girl up and out and you might get some episodes of places that I've traveled to. So, you know, fingers crossed. Next, I have top 10 classic books, starting with To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee, A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry, Charlotte's Web by E.B. White, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. Number five, Becoming by Michelle Obama, Of Mice and Men by John Steinbeck, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi. Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. And number 10, Drama High series by Elle Devine. Now, out of those books, one of, like, the, the I will say, the, the mo- one of my favorites is definitely The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, just because it's such a magical book where the kids go and they're just whisked away into a new land through a wardrobe like I as a child I thought for a minute I really did I thought for a minute that if I were to go into a wardrobe I would stumble into a foreign ancient or magical land I really did and I kind of just wanted to go into wardrobes all the time just to just to check and (laughs) I mean I was just kind of like well my closets don't work I've been in my closets my entire life or you know I I had that weird thinking as a kid like it has to be at a place that I've never been before that I should go so I need to get into a wardrobe and the drama high series I started that obviously when I was younger and they have it has 18 books I had no idea it had 18 books like as I was looking through my list I was kind of like oh yeah drama high and then I realized that I have not read every single one of the books and I really need to. Luckily, they're all on Amazon, so I can. And plus, when I was when I was younger, when I first started the Drama High series, I couldn't take out the books like that. Like I had to wait at the library and do the whole, you know, read it in a week and you bring it back and then you get a new one and then you bring it back and then you get a new book and then you bring it back and then you get a new book and then you bring it back so it was just kind of like you know I didn't have a kindle when I was younger so now that I can just purchase the series and 
read it on either Kindle or paperback, I'm more than happy to do that. Next, I have Top 10 Yum Yums, aka food. Thai food, pineapple fried rice and chicken, Chick-fil-A, sandwiches, and the frosted lemonade. Yum! Next, pizza, meat lovers, and Hawaiian. Fight me. I love Hawaiian pizza. Pineapple deserves to be on pizza. Also, taco pizza is awesome too, and I just had that a few weeks ago. Let me tell you. Taco pizza is awesome. <laughs> All right, back into it. Number four, jerk chicken with rice and peas and cabbage and plantain from Fisherman's Cove. I really should go back out there and get Fisherman's Cove. I I've been thinking about it a lot, and I want some jerk chicken like yesterday. I, I should go and get that. I I'll probably get that tomorrow. I'll probably get that tomorrow, and I'll let y'all know in the next episode whether I did or not. Number five, baked chicken and white rice curry chicken and white rice or rice and peas mind you these things need to have plantain in them as well i just love plantain as well number seven chicken patties from golden crust now i know that those last few things had chicken i love chicken i love to eat chicken it's it's a great meal to eat it's a great meat to eat i, I just i like chicken a lot okay number eight macaroni pie mashed potatoes and number 10 Thanksgiving dinner. That's right. The entire Thanksgiving dinner is on the list for my top 10 yum yums. I like the turkey, the sweet potatoes, the yams, the, mash, the mashed potatoes, the rice, the mac and cheese, the everything. It's Thanksgiving dinner. Like I prepare myself a week ahead just for this Thanksgiving dinner. I am not starving myself. No, I am not starving myself. I'm still eating like a normal person. But I am mentally and physically and emotionally preparing myself for that Thanksgiving dinner. So when Thanksgiving comes around, I will be ready. <laughs> Number 10 top places I've been in NYC. Top 10 places I've been in NYC. Shirley Chisholm State Park. Love Story Bar. Bryant Park for ice skating. It's cheaper than the Rockefeller. It's not super cheaper, but it's cheaper than Rockefeller Center. And it's not too far from Times Square. So if you are ever in the city for the holidays in the wintertime and you want to go ice skating and you can't really go to the very busy, very packed Rockefeller Center, then I suggest going to Bryant Park. It's right there. Or even Central Park. It's right there. There's a lot of different places to go ice skating in the city. But I've been to, I've been to Bryant Park and it's pretty, pretty good. And I've also skated at Rockefeller Center for like a school trip once a long time ago. And it's nice too. But it's mostly just nice for the, for the atmosphere and, and the visuals of what you're looking at. In Bryant Park, you're practically surrounded by large buildings. But at the same time, it's just cheaper and I, I like Bryant Park. Number four, Jones Beach Holiday Lights spectacular that was really cool i went to it for the first time last winter and it was nice you, you 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 drive through and i think it's like maybe five dollars ten dollars or something to go through it's not it's not that it's not that pricey and you go through and they have all the different the different lights in the different shows and like you know charlie brown and santa and jesus they have everything lit up and you just cruise along with your lights off and you turn onto a station 
and it plays the Christmas music and you're just cruising along through the light show. And then there's an area that you can stop and get, you know, some cocoa and some, you could, oh, that's right. I totally got to take pictures with some, with the, with some dogs. Like, they were big, white, fluffy dogs, super cute, and I got to take pictures. Oh, that's why I remember that place. It was awesome. Oh, I can't wait to do that again if we can. Oh, man. I mean, why can't we? We're driving in a car, so we won't be coming out if... Uh, well, I want to come out for the puppies, though. Ah, sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> Number five, the MoMA, Museum of Modern Art. Rockefeller Center for the Tree. I would suggest going to Rockefeller Center for the Tree and for the holidays in early January. It's way less crowded. It's way less packed to go. There's not that much people on the streets because, you know, everybody's pretty much going back to work and kids are going back to school. So it's not as crowded. And I would suggest to definitely go in early January. If you if you're one of those people that like to go during the Christmas holiday season, like literally between Christmas and New Year's or between the days that your kids are off from school till the day that they go back and you decide to go to Rockefeller Center. It's so crowded and you're you're taking pictures and there are literally people all around you doing the same thing and it just feels so jam-packed. So I would suggest that you go in early January where you have a little bit more time, a little bit more space to do it by yourself and be alone. So you know, as a New Yorker, this is what I'm telling you. <laughs> you can you can take you can take it or you can leave it. It's up to you. But I'm just saying it's really it's not as it's not as packed in January. Moving right along, number seven, the Barclay Center for a game, a concert, or a show. I've been there for all three. You know, games, basketball, hockey, concert, the weekend show, Disney on Ice. It has a lot, and it even had a raid rave at at one point and I was just kind of like what we do raves now what is what is that Brooklyn does a rave and it was a thing it happened like I was shocked but not surprised you know I was just kind of like oh okay that's cool that's cool that's cool that's cool moving right along number eight Bronx Zoo Yankee Stadium and number 10 the King's Theater next I have the top 10 favorite Neo songs I love Neo I love his songs. I love his music. I've loved him since 2006, I believe. I loved him since before the the Stomp the Yard movie came out where we just had the little bit of time with Chris Brown and then the rest of the movie. Like, I don't know about you guys, but Stomp the Yard was the most well-movie-trailered piece of artwork where we all thought that Chris Brown was going to be in the movie a whole lot more than he was <laughs> and only to find out that he wasn't anyway so yeah I've loved Neo for a really long time and in that time I have cultivated at least at least 10 favorite songs there are so many songs that I could mention right now but I will stick to the 10 okay all right starting with stay when you're mad because of you Sexy Love, Miss Independent, Part of the List, Lazy Love, Religious, Don't Make Them Like You, and number 10, She Is. And I really love She Is because I feel like he's singing to me. 
and I don't care what anybody says, he probably is singing to me. He just didn't know it, and it just touched my soul. It touched my heart. It's such a beautiful song. He's, it's such an uplifting song, and I just I just love it so much. And I, I know that like a lot of people will listen to music and just think that the artist is singing to them. That is exactly how I feel when I listen to this song. So if you ever get the chance to turn on your Spotify or your Apple or whatever you listen to music on, Put on that song and tell me that you don't feel what he's singing. Okay. Next, I have the top 10 TV shows. Mind you, the majority of these TV shows are no longer on TV, but they are still my top 10. Starting with Grey's Anatomy, Smallville, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Psych, Game of Thrones, Scrubs, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, The Vampire Diaries. Living Single, and number 10, Blackish. Now, like I said, a lot of those TV shows are not on the TV anymore. Like, the there's only three TV shows on this list that are still on TV. That's Blackish, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Grey's Anatomy. And I do not know what I would do if I had to let go of Grey's Anatomy. And I know good things come to an end or all things must come to an end but I'm not ready to lose Grey's Anatomy and I'm really glad that they have another season lined up because last season it cut off abruptly and I understand why I get it but I'm just really excited to see how the show goes on and it's been on for so long it's like going into its 17th season and I'm just kind of like oh my goodness 17 (laughs) Next, I have top 10 comedians, starting with Kevin Hart, Mike Epps, of course, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Gabriel Iglesias, Angela Johnson, Leslie Jones, Ali Wong, Tina Fey, and number 10, Chelsea Peretti. And I really like Chelsea Peretti on Brooklyn Nine-Nine because, like, she... It's just too funny, and she's her character. Her character on the show is just so proud and like doesn't give a crap about anybody or any doesn't give a crap about what anybody thinks of her. Really, like she's so like out of everyone else's league, and the fact that she's just she's just a secretary, or she's not just a secretary, but that's her position on the show. She's a secretary, and it turns out like she sometimes is a is a better like a better cop a better professional than the rest of them and it's just it's just funny she's phenomenal and you know mike epps because he's he's hilarious angela johnson of course dave chappelle i love dave chappelle because he has the ability to 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 captivate an audience and not be funny like one of the one of the um, performances that he just put on was for George Floyd, and it was like maybe a maybe a twenty minute show. He literally went on there. He said a little a little bit of jokes where people were laughing just a little bit, but he spoke about the heart of all of these different things and how he felt connected to everything that was going on. And it was really cool that he was able to captivate the audience and and perform in a different way, like in a serious way compared to being funny and humorous. And so I thought that was really cool. And, uh, you know, Tina Fey, she made Mean Girls. And Mean Girls is on Broadway. And I just... 
I kind of I have kind of thought about Mean Girls being a TV show, but then I was just kind of like, how long can a mean girl be a mean girl? Like at some point they have to get over it, right? Or or be or, or like move on. Like I don't think I can watch a, a series of Mean Girls. I feel like it would make me mean. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, I don't think it can make me mean. I don't have that much. TV doesn't have that much influence on me, people. It doesn't. But I think the only type of influence it has on me is if I'm sitting there watching Game of Thrones for hours or some other show where where the accents come out. And then later on, I'll just start talking in accents. It's, you know, not pip pip cheerio, but my my accent of whatever's being portrayed on the TV will come out. It will. All right. Are you guys ready? We're at the last top 10 list. Big 10. Big 10. And I'm excited. Are you excited? I don't know. Because it's been, I have said, nine lists so far. So, yay. Big 10 coming at you is titled People Who Inspire Me. Yeah, I decided to, to do something light and uplifting on this on this last one because... I just wanted to, you know, end my Big Ten list on a high note. So, people who inspire me. Starting with Michelle Obama, Nelson Mandela, Steve Jobs, Meghan Markle, Duchess of Sussex. Now, I don't know if that's right because her and Harry technically dipped. Like, they dipped from royalty. So, I'm not sure if Meghan Markle is still a Duchess of Sussex. I mean, I know I can Google it, but... You know, I don't I don't remember if she is or not. So, I mean, she's on the list anyway, whether she's Meghan Markle, Duchess of Sussex or Meghan Markle, just Meghan Markle, because I've I've I liked her since she was on the TV show Suits, you know. So, yeah. Number five, Tyler Perry. He literally started from the ground up and he became a, a, a mogul like he made his own. He got his own production company and he's, you know, making movies and TV shows and he's just changing the the whole TV game, the whole movie game, like all the time, all the time. Oprah Winfrey, Beyonce, of course, Maya Angelou, Usain Bolt, and last but certainly not least, the person who inspires me the most is my mother. Yeah, I went there. It's my mom. My mom inspires me the most. She's not famous, but she's in, she's an inspiration. She really is. She does she does so much for people. She goes above and beyond for people. There were times that I would get really, really upset with her because she would do so much for all these other people. I mean, don't get me wrong. She did a lot for me, too. She does a lot for me, too, still. But I'm just saying, like, there was a lot of times where I was just kind of like, really? Like, why? And then she's like, because... Like this is this is just what you do. You you are kind to others, and so yeah, she's inspired me my entire life, and and continues to do so every single day. I am not worthy. I am I am just in awe of just the type of person that she is, and the type of person that you know I someday really do hope to become. Like I hope that a lot of her awesome qualities and her awesome people skills and hospitality skills rubs off on me and I will continue to 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 use the legacy proud keep the legacy keep the legacy proud oh I can't talk mind you it's late so 
I'm a little tired. <laughs> so yeah, but no, this this was great. This that that's where we at. Well, there you have it. That's my top ten list, the big ten, and that's the end. Thanks so much to you guys, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. It wasn't super easy to come up with these lists, to be honest with you. It wasn't that easy, but I had fun. And when I was creating the list, I was just kind of like, wow, this is a lot. Like, this is literally 100 things I'm writing down right now. And that, like, if you if you want to think of it like that, like, that's a t- that's, that's 100 things I wrote down. Whew. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. If you want to find where these lists are, I'm most likely going to post them on my Instagram or on my Twitter. And I've just created a blog, so it might be up on there. I'm still working out the kinks, so I'm not going to I'm not going to give you guys the link to my blog yet. It's called Katie Time the Blog, but it's still new. It's something that I'm trying, so I'm just kind of like, you know, working out all the kinks and I've I've blogged before, but with this time, it's more geared towards the podcast and podcasts only. Before, it was just, it was it was literally like the podcast before the podcast. Like, if you look at one of my old blogs, I had one that was called Straight Out of, Straight Out of My Mind, or Out of My Mind. And it was really just things that I just decided to talk about all the time. <laughs> and so it's kind of, it was kind of funny because I was like, I was blogging and now I'm podcasting. So the only difference is instead of you reading everything that I'm writing, you're just listening to everything that I've written <laughs> with my added ad libs and everything like that. So, yeah, that's it. I just, you know, I just was really excited about the Big Ten and I'm happy that I was able to do 10 episodes and I'm hoping that I'm capable of doing 10 more. And I'm really excited to, to you know, keep on this, keep on this podcasting path and I'm just happy that you guys are along for the ride. Thank you so much. And I actually have a voice message that I'll play for you at the end of this episode. So stay tuned for that. Thanks again, guys. Deuces. I am so excited and anticipation waiting for the 10th episode. Woohoo! This podcast is awesome. Ten episodes.